he has good technique, he will be elite. If his technique becomes great, not just good, then he's a Hall of Famer. Dry face, full cell vertical, get into the blind spot, and he absolutely burns it. Corner is lost. He literally has no idea where Wilson is. Long, fast, how he approaches the game, how dedicated he is to football. He's ridiculously good, man. You have to be a stat. This is actual film. This is actual football talk. It's a football show. We're supposed to football, not storylines. And you are watching slash listening to another edition of Blue Splits. Uh, today, as you can see by whatever link you clicked on, uh, we are going to be discussing the Jets' 24-16 to victory at home against the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, the flag fest that it was, I think there's over 20 penalties. The Jets had like 11. I think the Falcons might have had like 14 or 15. So uh, brutal watch. Not a lot of the starters played. Uh, the Jets didn't play 17 out of 22 starters. Uh, which included Joe Flacco, Michael Carter, Elijah Moore, Corey Davis, CJ Uzama, uh, Conklin, Fant, Tomlinson, Con uh, McGovern, AVT, Dwayne Brown, uh, Brees Hall for very little reps, didn't see Q, didn't see JFM, Mosley, Whitehead, Huff, uh, didn't see much of Sauce, Quincy, Quan, the guys who were, were in on defense. Uh, I don't think I'm missing anybody on defense. Uh, there could be a guy or two who might have been like a starter who was out, but um, those are most of them off the top of my head. The starting offense was Mike White, Garrett Wilson, Jeff Smith. Uh, the starting tight end was Jeremy Rucker, and then your offensive line was Chuma Doga, Ross Piercebacher, uh, Feeney, Herbig, and Max Mitchell. So, really, only from like the center to the right tackle, I really wanted to watch. Uh, this is a pretty short one 36 plays. Uh, to be fair, um, just to be or just to be transparent, um, with a lot of these plays, like, uh, listen, if if Ross Piercebacher makes a great play or like a really terrible play, yeah, I'll probably put it on. But I'm not going to be reaching for guys like Piercebacher because they're not going to make the roster and people don't care about it. So in a game that you don't have a lot of starters playing, um, it's going to be a shorter re review. I'm sure the reviews of the uh, or during the season are going to be much longer. Um, last review was only like 50 plays. It was like two and a half hours. I, I don't know what I talked about. I guess I just went on about different things. Uh, but 36 plays today, uh, as we typically do, um, we start off with the studs. If the Jets win, which they did undefeated 2-0 in the preseason, big time. Uh, both times come come from behind victories led by Strevler. So uh, we'll look into some of his plays. We'll look into um, a bunch a bunch of guys. But again, as we do um, with these reviews, uh, studs go first when they win. Obviously, they won. We start off with the third stud of the game. And and to be fair, like some of these studs were maybe a little bit of reaches. And, you know, it, it is what it is. Again, the, the game was pretty damn ugly, right? We can all agree upon that. By the way, for the people who are like, oh, why is he drinking out of a Cardinals cup? It's it's Jets Cardinals. Uh, I try to get a Jets cup everywhere I go. So like Cardinals, I, the only stadium I forgot to get one at was uh, Buffalo. So I need I need a Buffalo souvenir cup against the Jets. So maybe I got to go back. Um. Nonetheless, Garrett Wilson, first play. Again, this is in no specific order at all. Um, this is not, this is not, okay, let's show four or five good plays for the YouTube people and hope that they come and join. Uh, this is just the order that it goes in. Uh, Garrett Wilson is my third side of the game. Again, um, wasn't in for, for a lot of reps, but was pretty good when he was in. This play is... Um, Pretty anticlimactic, to be completely honest, but I do like the catch. So it's going to be if this is going to be a very quick play uh, to, to recap. And and here 
He's going to run a little bit of a delayed out. Uh, delayed out. Uh, the reason that it is, that is delayed uh, is just because of the of the play action bootleg, whatever this is going to be. Um, he doesn't want to get to his spot and get to his break too quickly. Whereas if okay, the quarterback is is hand, is is faking the ball and he already made his break, reason to create a separation. By the time he turns around and finds Garrett Wilson, it's going to be um, it's going to be covered already because again of the of the play action. So it has to be a little bit delayed. So we're going to see him run a delayed out. Uh, obviously Mike white, um, is, is, is going through his reads, which is supposed to be a three level read, uh, high to low play action. Now, obviously some stuff is it's, it's a little bit jammed up here. Uh, reason, one of the reasons be, being is the fact that, uh, Kenny Boa gets a little bit jammed up coming off the line. You know, he, he chips, but he stays in a little bit too, not too long and kind of throws off the timing of, of this route concept. Nothing's open, dumps it off to Garrett Wilson. And it's it's simple, you know. Again, it's it's a very easy play. Garrett Wilson makes a three four yard catch. Um, does a good job of of shortening his stride right there. Obviously, finding the sideline, knowing where the sideline is, keeping his feet in bounds, looking the ball into his hands, hands catch, tuck, and turn away from the ground. Turn away. Very easy, right? It's that's that's all it is. That's all I want to highlight is the fact that okay, he knows where the sideline is. He makes an easy catch. The difference between I'm not even sure, 100 percent sure the down and distance, but the distance the difference between second and ten, second and six is massive. We know that as Jets fans, uh, years of running the ball on first down is second and ten, or second and nine, or second and eleven, and we're fighting from behind the six. Second and six is more, much more manageable. Um, so again, very very easy play to recap. Again, we don't have to get much into that one um, with Garrett Wilson. Let me organize my screens a little bit. Um, this next play is the is the body contortion of of Garrett Wilson. He's on the bottom right here, uh, three by one, isolated to the boundary. Uh, again, now with a route, the route could use some some work. He uses another one of those the, those two step releases. He uses a gather into that two step on the sideline right here. Um, and the the route he he does he does wide it out a lot. He he gets he gets he gets uh he gets bowed out. We can see he starts from the you know couple of yards behind or, or below the bottom of the numbers uh let's say let's say three or four yards and he takes it another you know five or six yards even out wider uh maybe not five or six maybe that's four or five again maybe i'm overestimating a little bit but that's not really the point of it um but again uses that gather step and you see that back foot kick back just to just to gather himself uh i'm okay with it we typically you know if, if a guy is right in your face we typically don't like gather steps because that gather step you're not you're not allowing yourself to um, threaten him immediately and you're not allowing yourself to necessarily react to a quick punch. But if he's playing in, in no man's land like this, you can use that gather step. You can read him. Okay. Is he going to aggressively press? Is he going to shuffle? Is he going to backpedal? What is he exactly doing? Is, is his ass on his heels? You know, you could read a little bit with the gather steps. So use a gather step, um, gets to even just comes up with a one, two. It's, it's just a two step release. That's, that's all it is. You're going to see that a lot from receivers. We have, um, obviously a, a lot of stuff we have, we have, we have rockers and skip steps and power skips and, and hop and, and, and hops and all this, all these different, you know, shuffles and, um, et cetera. Uh, this is more basic, which is fine. Um, two step gets outside. Now I like the fact that he goes to, that he, that he goes to, um, chop that hand down. Unfortunately, he gets caught right here. You're going to see the extended uh, left arm, um, of the, of the defensive back land into the armpit of Garrett Wilson, which causes him to widen. He, he does not want that to happen. He, he, you know, obviously we want him to be, um, to land his hand first, maybe, maybe be, um, a little bit more tight with that hand or just anticipate it better. Nonetheless, he gets widened out. We're seeing some continued hand fighting, but again, that first punch really widened him out. Um, now he's getting to the, uh, to the break point. 
gets to said breakpoint again maybe it's a little bit delayed um because of the of, of the jam it widens him but he still needs to get vertical now with that being said we're gonna see a ball from mike white which is a little bit inside but again if if mike white is running this play over and over and over again. And Garrett Wilson runs the route well, or, or, or he releases very well, and he's a little bit tighter to the numbers, then the ball would be in a good spot. Mike White didn't adjust, and or it's just a bad throw in terms of mechanics, and he floats a little bit inside, even knowing where his leverage is. Okay, whatever it is. The ball ends up a little bit um, inside, or or a lot of it inside. Now we like the fact that at the break point, Garrett Wilson's coming um and he's throwing that push by again, which I, I said it last week in a tweet. I think that's being emphasized by Coach uh, Miles Austin because I didn't see it as much last year. Now they're really starting to use that push by right there um, at the top of the route, which is going to push the DB by while while also letting yourself break backwards easier. I'm taking some of that momentum off. Breaks back. Now the ball ends up in a weird spot again inside. Ideally, you want it outside, but we were talking about the reasons why why it could be a little bit inside right here, right? Bad bad mechanics or him just expecting Garrett Wilson to be in a different spot. Nonetheless, Garrett Wilson has to make a a weirdly contested catch. Um, I don't have I could have got the broadcast angle of this, but uh, the way I watched it, it doesn't show the highlights. It just shows the broadcast, but not the actual replays of it after. So it didn't really offer much of a a different angle unless I really had to search for it. Um, but we like the tight hands. Obviously, you can see the body contortion there, right? Like his, his and you guys saw the replay of it already. I'm sure this isn't your first time watching it, but this is where we talk about his unnatural uh, ability. You can look at his lower body, his hips, his leg is up, his right leg is here, his hips are forward, his his body is opposite or, or kind of twisted inside. It, it's a very unnatural um, body position to be in. But the fact that he can get himself there, leap, target, uh, uh, find the ball, look it in, hands catch, uh, bring it back in is is all is all very good. Um, again, I know you guys saw the replay, so I don't have to necessarily show that, but strong hands, good job tucking it away or pulling the ball away from the DB's hands. Uh, it's a, it's a very good play, um, just in terms of his natural ability. Now the route running part of it. Okay. We can, we can work on that in, in the future, you know? So, um, Wilson route, he's on the bottom right here. He runs a dig. Um, you will talk about it after, but watch him on the bottom. Now few things with this now you know you have some typically you're going to see you're going to see a, a dig route and you're going to see a couple of stop steps break drive line uh this one's a little bit this one's a little bit different from from garrett wilson as he comes off the line one you're noticing really good pacing he comes off the line with, with actually it's 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 not he doesn't he doesn't run 100 there um, but it's it's relatively good pacing now we're seeing him throw like a double stop step right there um now the thing with this is <sighs> I don't, I don't, he's a little bit unorthodox with his, with his route running, which is fine. It's, it's sometimes it's going to work now. Again, I, this is, this is almost a little bit hard to explain. Um, I don't know if he got to the break point right here and he noticed that the DB was, had pretty good leverage, uh, just in terms of how, how their vertical relationship, not, well, not their vertical relationship. It's a pairing of the vertical relationship they, they have, um, right here where it's about, it's about two and a half yards, let's say, but his hips are also pretty heavily uh square at this point too so him throwing that stop step uh which again we, we, it would be stop stop uh break left or it could just be break drive line regardless of what he's going to do typically again with stop with with these square cuts you're going to see more stop steps uh again i'm getting into my own little my own little mind right or my own little mind my own my own mind right here uh, kind of talking it out loud um he can begin to that break point and again not have the relationship he necessarily wants to so he goes so he goes stop 
or could be break again, depending on what he's going to do after. But we can't tell because it doesn't it, because he doesn't follow up with with, with another step um, conducive with a break. So he goes stop or break again. Notices that it's not necessarily a spot he wants to be in, and then throws another one. And the and the reason he, he eats up a little bit more ground and throws another one is now that corner because he's pushing more vertical opens his hips up. Right? Look at look at the difference in the hips between here when he throws his first one and the second one. That's because now he thinks he's pushing vertically. He throw that stop step. He tried to get me to break. Now he's going to break outside. So I'm going to open up my hips, angle them off a little bit. And now that he ate up that cushion, he feels that he can cross the face with some physicality and, and pass him. So is that why he did that? Again, I would like to, I would love to talk to him and get into his mindset about why he threw that double, that double stop right there. Um, or again, double break. Cause he, let's say what he does. Is it break? Yeah. He, so it's not going to stop right there. The, the first almost acts to stop. Now, if it was stop, break but he just changed up his pacing because he didn't want to eat up too much ground again there could be a lot of different things it'd be really interesting to talk about him um again it could be not like in a relationship or it could be stop skip break you know like that 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 could be a thing too um again it's a little bit unorthodox and it's, and it's a really interesting route breaks to the inside um crosses his face not as cleanly as necessarily as we'd necessarily like to um, but he does defeat the hands. He did cross his face. Now there's a little bit of traffic right here. I believe he trips. Yeah, there's some trippage right there, but interesting route. And, and at the end of the day, he does get open. Um, again, it could be a lot of different things there. We kind of just ran through two to three scenarios um, where, where I would love to, to ask him. Regardless, it is it is a good route, just a little bit unorthodox, right? So um, I thought that was an interesting play. Moving on to the second set of the game. Obviously, Garrett Wilson only played for a few reps. I think there might have been another good route in there. I forget. Another good, uh, another guy from uh, the the studs, number two. Um, maybe this guy should have been number three, to be completely honest. And there's another, maybe one or two plays where I didn't, where I, he's not the the key player, um, but he did something well. I only have one play of him, uh, just him individually. Sauce Gardner is my number two. Um, the guy has played, you know, I don't, I don't know what it is, 20, 30 uh, coverage reps in preseason so far. He hasn't been targeted once. And it's a lot of little things that, that he's doing that people aren't necessarily, you're, you're not, it's not, you're, you might not, you're not going to notice on broadcast and you might not even notice if you watch it because, you know, let's be fair. People don't necessarily understand defenses and concepts and there's plenty of stuff I don't understand, uh, but just continue to learn. So he's right here. Sauce high to low, Pinnock late and flat. So let's watch sauce. I believe this is a three. I believe this is a three. I forget exactly. It might, it might not be a three, but let's watch sauce. And then we'll talk about it after. Again, it looks like it looks like nothing until until it does. And it's important. Um, you'll see. Cause there are plenty of DBs who they get kind of eye candy thrown in front of their face and and they'll bite on it. Um and in cover three, the flat, the flat is the immediate flat is the weakness, uh, especially if you have your 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 flat defender, uh, your curl of flat defender right here. Um, he's going to he's going to have to widen to that curl of flat. So what the Falcons did, it, it was almost annoying to be completely honest with the Falcons game plan. The Jets ran a lot of base cover three vanilla defense and the Falcons just kept running cover three beaters at it with play action. They sucked up the linebackers. They overloaded the sideline with 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 three options uh, versus verse two. It, it, it was kind of like it was almost it was almost not like boring, but it's just, I don't know. Arthur Smith dialed an offense that beat up a base cover three. Cool. Like that's, it's kind of what it was to me. So I wasn't like losing my shit. Like, oh my God, this Jets defense is bad. If their Jets, if the Jets defense comes out and you're running base cover three, you know, vanilla with, with like spot dropping, no man match, all of that stuff. And, and they're not running different types of cover threes. And it's just vanilla cover three 
cloud cover three sky that's all they're doing okay um we're gonna have an issue i i just severely doubt that's what the jets are going to be doing this year um but nonetheless um again a lot of a lot of receivers in this in or in, in this scenario which they're just they're running a, a smash concept you can call it bench if you want to um but they're running the um or, or a lot of people call it uh wolf as well wolf bench again whatever it's a smash variation uh high to low and sauce with pinnock being being late to the curl the flower here just based on alignment um sauce is put in a, in, a, in a shitty situation um where they're running two routes at him and the thing is with cover three especially knowing that you're kind of rotating uh into a cover three with this with this tight end pushing vertical and breaking in the outside this inside third is out leveraged. So sauce is in a scenario where the inside, the inside third is, is out leveraged and there's some candy in front of his face in terms of just that, you know, that, that whatever that, that out route is. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Five, five, let's just call it, let's just call it eight yards. So a lot of guys right here bite down on this. And then the, 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 uh, the quarterback throws the, throws a corner out behind it. Sauce does a really good job just understanding the route concept, understanding the defense, understanding leveraging of, of, of both the offensive player out leveraging this guy and his leverage to that. So we're going to see him stay over top of the of the um, of the higher threat or uh, of the more vertical threat, um, which is the tight end on that corner route. So we're going to see him stay over top of that. Reading the quarterback. Confirms that the quarterback throws it, gets downhill. And makes a tackle. Again, it looks very, very simple. And oh, you know, Sauce was there. Did he get beat? Like, like on broadcast, this is you see, you see catch, and then you see Sauce there. But we have no idea what happened. You know, should he have been there? No. It's it's the fact that you had play action. So both a combination of of Buddy on the play action and and Pinnock being tight is going to make him late to the to the curl of flat, which again really puts Sauce in conflict. And that's one of the weaknesses of Cover Three is that immediate flat. Um, again, depending on leverage, and that's why. You had guys who like throw these like trap defenses and all that stuff in there and whatever, but that's that's a different story for a different dice. So, um, again, good job by Sauce recognizing it, not biting on the cheese, not taking the cheese and getting getting again uh, lining up a touchdown, knowing the route concept, staying high, getting low. It's simple, but it's good. Trust me, we have had corners in the past. That's a touchdown. Um, again, we'll we'll look at some farther plays of him uh and, and you know because i think it's involving like bryce hall and uh, stuff like that where we'll see him actually play well bryce hall maybe not play as well um but number one side of the game who like listen is it is he is he like was i blown away by his performance no but i i, I kind of do it sometimes trickles in like relative to the situation they're in or relative to the pressure they're under and uh for me the the first side of the game is is traveler. Uh, you're looking at it. You're just you're talking about a guy who, you know, coming in isn't getting any team reps. Is is a camp body uh, at the very best uh, because of an injury. You know, the first week of the preseason gets a you know the fourth quarter or whatever it was um, played pretty well. And then in this game, obviously you're not playing Flacco's. You only have two quarterbacks, and he gets what the entire second half. And he, and he led the team back from were they down. 16-0 or 13-0, whatever it was at half. They, they didn't score anything. Um, and he leads them back to a 24 to, to 16 victory. So it was it was obviously a good game. Uh apologize for the little bit of allergies again. It's just it's just a dog thing. Uh, but 
eight for I'm willing to have some of that for to have a dog. People are like, oh, fucking sniffles too much. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't do coke. I, I get the combination of me sniffling a lot and me talking fast. People think I do coke, but no, it's it's just I have ADD and I have a dog. That's that's the real scenario. <laughs> but people like to play stuff out in their head. Um, eight for 11, 119, uh, 119 yards, one uh, touchdown, one interception, six rushes, 33 yards. I have five plays of uh, Shevler. Again, I apologize a little bit for the allergies, even though I don't, but I, I get it can be annoying, but then I can't do a show, right? Uh, so this is how I'm going to get it done. Shevler playmaker. Okay. Um, obviously, we have single back set, two receivers. Let's see what happens. A lot of these we can run through pretty quickly, right? Like if if Shevler makes a team that's a quarterback three, I'll be surprised. Um, now, unfortunately for the for the Jets, uh, you know, Zach Wilson goes down, so they probably have to carry that extra quarterback. And now you're probably losing another another position. Hopefully, you try to sneak. Let's just say it's a let's just say Zuniga was the th- was the four uh, the the fifty third guy. Now they have to cut Zuniga. Uh, try to sneak on their practice squad, which I don't think he would make it. And carry Mike White or Straveler because Zach Wilson's unavailable. It's unfortunate, is what it is. But uh, again, people aren't going to be overly interested in in some Straveler film now. Uh, play action, obviously, it's not carried out very well. Um, that is what it is. You know, so plenty of quarterbacks aren't going to carry that carry that out completely um, because one, they're not comfortable. Um, or not, or not one. It's, it's typically they're not comfortable with the defense or reading the defense. So the longer you carry that play action out. Um, you're going to not be able to read the defense as long, right? So guys will typically cut a little bit short so they can get their eyes back to the defense a little bit quicker, but play action. Um, we have a crease concept here uh, with a with the uh, the post slash bender and the dig. Um, Stravler doesn't see anything open that he that he likes, and then obviously he's going to uh, make a play as he pushes up in the pocket. Let's watch it from the other view, though. So. Play action, reading middle of the field again. Reading that, reading that, um, that crease concept. As a reason, that cre- crease concept doesn't see anything that he likes. Obviously, he sees the pressure. Um, again, number sixty-three, whoever the hell that is, plays it terribly. Just, just way too flat. We're not going to get into him because who gives a shit, right? Sixty-three is not making it on a roster. I'm sorry if he does, or, or I'm not sorry if he does, but let's say practice squad at best. But who? I, I don't know who sixty-three is. I thought my head to be completely honest, but he gets beat. Okay, that's that's typical. Shevler sees that, obviously works his way up into the pocket to avoid that. Um, actually gets contacted because he's still reading the the, the defense. He wants to get rid of the ball. Uh, now he starts to get wrapped up, and he knows he has to check down there. Is able to fight through some contact, get enough room to to chuck the ball. Listen, that's like, and absolutely no way am I comparing him to Brett Favre, Patrick Mahomes, but this is the type of stuff we see them do, you know. Uh, or just playmakers in general, you know, Lamar Jackson, wh- whoever, e- even Zach Wilson to a certain extent. Um, but hell of a job, obviously, reading the defense, stepping up, getting some contact, knowing where your checkdown is, uh, fighting through that through that contact, and bringing what what could have been, let's just call it a sack, or or even just an incompletion, um, to a 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 yard gain. And listen, this is for the cager people too. Like this is something that people will be talking about, like oh, cagers yards. Listen, at the end of the day, is this a play that he that he makes that's unexpected? Running for 10 yards of yak? Yeah, he breaks one tackle. Like uh, I'm not trying to be a dick, but is it, are we are we blown away by this? <laughs> uh okay, but good play by Shreveller, right? So let's keep moving on. Uh play 22. Another crease concept, or did I did I screw that up and label it wrong? But 
let's see. Yep, another it's same concept that we literally just saw with the with the crease concept, um, which is a reverse mills with that with that with that post bender and the and the dig. Um, does a good job, you know. Obviously, and his his accuracy is pretty good too. Like we don't really see him, um, we don't really see him, uh, be wholly inaccurate, but he's gonna read. He's going to read this um, one to two, and again, a good thing about this first cover three is this is going to this is going to um, this route is going to carry uh, the inside third, and typically in cover three you're going to have this guy you know zone turning being outside leverage on the dig, and if you're having if you're going to tell me pre snap okay outside leverage uh, or outside leverage and off DB versus dig route the dig route should win every time that's what happens the one carries uh, the dig comes underneath Strebler sees the window which we're actually seeing some anticipation here from from shovel it's not it's not like oh just a base throw because when he goes to throw the ball think about it like he has to have some good anticipation here this this is the window he throws into here he see you know let's give him the benefit of the doubt and says he sees that linebacker and sees that linebacker's hips turning outside and and angling outside and that's what he's reading if so that is hell of a throw not even like oh just a de decent throw for let's say Again, giving benefit of the doubt, this leverage working outside and knowing that this is going to be open is a very good throw if it's not if it is not luck. You know, right on the right on the money, right on his body. That's a good play. That's a little jimbling good play. That's not just oh, it's Strebler good play. That's 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 a good play for any quarterback. You know, um, that's probably his best play of the game. Plays it out a little bit better again, read read it inside to outside, see it, and anticipation, you know. Decent mechanics, nothing crazy. On the money. Cool, we'll take it. You know, good, good. Uh, you know, catch by Tyreek Black. You know, whatever. But it's a, it's a good play, um, for sure. So Strevler back shoulder. Okay. Single back, play action. A lot of rollouts with him, taking advantage of that athleticism. And now again, we'll give him the benefit of the doubt here, but you know, we'll be we'll be more positive. Um, and we'll say that he recognized the 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 dropping down safety or or whatever it was. Um, but again, we have a play action, we have a uh we have a play action into a into a into a naked. Again, naked, there's naked, there's there's no protection. Uh and with a boot, like you have you have some protection and a guy like coming out with you. Um, they're they're pretty similar, but we're seeing him go through his reads. You know, looks towards the flat real quick. I actually think he skips on the flat. He could take the flat right here. Um, now, it could be, okay, you know, he sees this guy dropping down. You know, he's not necessarily turned to it. It's going to be delayed, and the guy can get there. Whatever it may be, comes off the flat. Cool with it. Goes to his second option um, in uh, Charles. Now, giving him the benefit of the doubt, he sees a safety defensive back coming down to try to cut off the, the route. So he's going to be outside leverage versus inside leverage. Shreveler. Squares up to throw the ball, um, kicks that foot out, just just maintaining his bounce, and he's kind of falling off of that. So him kicking that out kind of kind of restabilizes himself, um, right there. Now, outside leverage, inside. Where do you want to put the ball? More on him to inside. Where do you put the ball? More on him to inside to take him away from that the the hit slash the deflection. Um, finds Irv Irv Charles. Boom. Good play. You know, it's another good play. By Shreveler. Um, again, he didn't blow anybody away, but pretty good, right? Um, 
more plays of him. I, I, he was definitely more impressive this game at like going through his reads and stuff than he was last game. So he took a step in the right direction for sure. Winning another, again, another come from behind uh, game for, for the Jets. So Strebler scramble right here. Again, he, he's a one or two, he's a one or two read guy. You're not going to really see him go one to two to three to four back to one. Like he, he's, he's going to be, he's going to read pretty quickly and get out of there. Um, but he's, he's, he's reading the, the, the top of the screen. Um, Right here, another you know another uh, like a Hoss concept um, with that like that or that, like that's that slot fade sit or a curl, and he reads it. And if he's going through his reads to to the right side right here, he sees DB high. Now he could wait. He could wait and probably throw this outside leverage, but he sees over the top, over the top. Okay, I you know I don't, I don't see anything I necessarily love right there. Feels a little bit of pressure and sees a wide open hole and takes it. You know he's a, he's a, he's a playmaker. He's going to take some of those yards. So. Um, it's hell of a play on second and what was what, probably 15 or something like that because of all the freaking penalties this game. Um, he picks up a, or a first down, which I don't know if he necessarily deserved, but snap, read it, doesn't see anything he likes, feels some pressure, slash sees a wide open gap, takes it. I think he cut out a little bit early and they gave him the first down here. He's probably out right there and they gave him the first down, but who cares? We don't get we don't get the benefit of the call. We're not going to get that during a regular season, so don't worry. Or worry <laughs> uh shoveler hit oops hit i have no idea what this is last play of the game or last play of the review uh gun two by three by one oh hit oh did i say hit in inc idiot i can't even read my i how did i think that was hit but um they're, they're running this uh Deep mesh, um, yeah, deep mesh concept right here, and which you could, you could also you know like Yankee or something like that. But when it's a little bit when it's a little bit tighter, I guess you could go deep mesh is like really like two overs. But the you know the Yankee you're gonna see a post and a and an over. It's it's all the same type of stuff. Um, so it doesn't really matter. But let's just call it deep mesh for now. And um. I don't think he does a necessarily a, a bad job identifying where he wants to throw the ball. Now, the thing is it's he's under pressure and he kind of lost it up there, which is, which is the problem because right here um, into the, into the rep, if he was able to stand into the pocket or stand in the pot or step up in the pocket and throw this ball, it's, it's there. Like this is open. Uh, unfortunately, there is some pressure and maybe he has a little bit of quick trigger getting in, getting out of the pocket. Could he have stepped up, you know, here, maybe again, he scrambles. I'm not going to go crazy about it. Look into it either way. Um, now we don't we don't necessarily love him just chucking the ball up here. Um, he does give Mims a chance to to make a play, and it is third down, so you know it's different. It's it would be different if it were to be second down, first down, third down. Okay, we can excuse it a little bit. Again, don't still don't love it. Mims almost makes a play on it, um, and he gets on he gets he gets a little bit unlucky, right? You know, low snap from whoever sixty four is reads the mesh the, the deep mesh concept, um, feels some pressure. Uh, because 66 gets beat, whoever the hell that is, Pierce Bocker, let's just say, rolls out to the to the left again. Don't love him just chucking it up there, but you know, it is what it is. Sometimes it happens. Mims does a good job, you know, targeting the ball, finding it, extending to it. Was going to have a really nice catch. Unfortunately for him, he just gets absolutely robbed. You know, it's a little bit unfortunate. I'm not sure if the deep does the DB try to grab. Yeah, I guess he does, but hell of a play by the DB. Not great decision by by uh, Shreveler. Not a terrible 
uh, or not a bad play by Mims at all. You know, it's hard for him to expect that. But moving on um, to the duds, and I'll go through some guys in, more individually. But the defensive line in general, uh, really good first game, second game, not as impressive. I, I you know, which I'll again I'll go over it. But JJ made little to no impact for a second game in a row. I don't think he really did much last game, which again I think he's gonna take some time to develop. People want him in the fourth pick. I thought you're a little bit crazy for maybe some of these reasons. Again, I think he's a little bit more slow developing. Um, I don't think Jacob Martin played, which is another guy who was out. Bryce Huff was out. Uh, Shepard has done nothing. Marshall, he had, he had a good game. Uh, Tenzel Smart didn't show up. Zuniga was completely quiet. You know, like it was it was a little, overall pretty disappointing game. Again, we'll go through more of the individual guys, but they, they, they didn't create a lot of pressure at all. They were, you know, the Falcons quarterbacks, Ritter, Mariota, whoever it was, were sitting there for a while in the pocket. Plenty of plays were like, are they going to maybe hit them? So defensive line uh, gets my gets my third dud of the game, which again, we'll go through some of their plays in a little bit, but in general, they didn't make plays. So there's nothing to highlight. You know, I'm not going to, oh, he, here he got blocked. He should have not got blocked. Good, good analysis. So third dud of the game, defensive line. Second dud of the game, Mike White. Like I, I know he was 12 for 17 and had, uh, I think he only had like 90 yards. So he just checked down Charlie against a ba- like a pretty, pretty base defenses. Now the Falcons definitely tried hard. Like they, they are a little bit try hard uh, with this game. Again, cover three beaters and their defense was running some sim pressures and blitz and stuff like that. It was like kind of crazy, but nonetheless, um, they need their preseason victories because they're not going to uh, win much in the regular season. Uh, and in general, it's actually good for the Jets, right? Long term to, to see more uh, skies and stuff. But I have one play of Mike White. I, I just don't feel like putting a play. Oh, this is inaccurate. You know, like I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um, Mike. Uh, oh, sorry. White miss Smith drop Wilson route. Okay, so we have three things to look at here. Uh, but let's watch first. Yeah. Um, so one, we want to see Smith catch that, right? We have play action carried out a little bit better. Um, he's reading, he's reading that. Oh, it's, it's only a two man react concept. So he's going to read this to that. Um, which is, which is, you know, obviously, okay. Who cares? Whatever. Um, and play action sucks up the linebackers. Play action doesn't work. I, 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 I hate that argument because clearly it does. It just does. I don't care about the numbers. Oh, the numbers say that. It's only you only gain one point uh, one point two five six point five eight seven percent. It works. I don't give a shit about your numbers. It works. He reads the dig, sees the dig is open, um, throws it. It's too high. It needs to be on him. It still catches Jeff Smith in the hands. He needs to catch it. So double bad there. Now in terms of Wilson route, um, I, I like it on the bottom. So let's just watch that real quick. Good pacing off the line, stemming towards the defensive back. Um, he takes a little bit off of just in terms, just in terms of like him running full speed at the end right there. You see the little bit of hesitation, just slowing himself down, gets to his break point break. Now, again, he, oh, I didn't show this in the, in the, uh, double stop set thing too. In the double stop set thing I'll show before, maybe you can rewind it and watch if you really care. He did over almost overextend a little bit into that too. I'll see him be a little bit more control. Nonetheless, um, takes off again, some of his pacing before the break just to slow himself down, which is uh leads to a better uh, uh, more sharp of a break that paired with watch the hand a little bit of push by push off he's open now again it, it would have to be a bang bang play you know break throw catch it, it's not it's on a play where he created a, a thousand yards of separation where he was gonna be open forever but i i like the the nuance in the, in the route running right there 
Uh, Wesco block. Okay, is there anybody else who we have to look at? Max Mitchell, I, you know, listen, he hasn't been great. Like, I, I I haven't changed my outlook on him starting based on his preseason games, but I'm not discouraged either. He's kind of playing at, at the level of expectation that I have, which is good. You know, Herbig's doing well right there. He's doing well. Feeney's doing well in a combo. So we have some good protection right here, giving him plenty of time. And he throws a, a just a piss poor throw. Mike White has, he, he is very, very often like fading, like leaning onto his heels as he's throwing balls. Like he's always leaning back a little bit. You see like how he's leaning back. It's very frequent front foot bad right there. It's not pointing in the right direction. Again, leaning out of the throw rips it, throws it high. Now should, should Jeff Smith catch this? Yeah, uh, probably, you know, it looks like a little bit more fingertips than I thought initially, but still want to catch want want to catch that. Uh, Mike White, just plenty of time in the pocket and missing a wide open throw because he's not very good. He's just not. I'm done with the Mike White stuff. I'm really just, he's not, he, he's not good. Um, past that, my number one dud of the game very, very easily is, is, uh, is, is Bryce Hall. Um, he got beat pretty often. Um, this is one of the first plays of the game, which we're like, oh my God, like this is really how this is starting. <laughs> Might have been the first play. I don't know. I, I forget if there's a kick return or not, but, He's right here, manned up against uh, Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts said he was scared pedaling or something like that. I don't, he's not. He's not scared pedaling. I think he actually does a, a, a decent job with short, choppy steps, shoulders over the toes. He does a good job right there. The problem is knowing your knowing your 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 assignment. Pitts is a monster athlete. You cannot get so flat footed when when he's stemming towards you. If anything. Keep that back pedal. There, you know, he anticipates a break, guesses, maybe his eyes are inside. I'm not exactly sure um what's going on here, but it is, it is, it is a it is a cover three right here. Um, so he does have that deep responsibility. Again, maybe he just anticipated a break, but his feet get way too flat. Uh Pitts stems um Adam again, throws throws that harder step to get outside leverage on him. Uh kind of clearing himself of any contact. Runs right by him, not even close. Catch again. He 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 makes up the ground because he has to gear down for the catch or whatever. But uh, way way too flat for it right there. And Pitts is pacing pretty heavily the entire time. Now now he gears down a little bit towards the top right here and looks. Maybe he peeks inside a little bit right there, and again throws that hard step. But Hall needs to backpedal there. You know, play deep to short. If if he breaks inside, catches the ball, you rally, made a tackle, but you don't want to give up vertical shots like that. So way too flat-footed from Hall. Um, again, know your assignment. He's not a normal tight end. He's a freak. He's an absolute freak. Next play of Hall. Uh, Hall beat Quincy or missed tackle Quincy effort. Okay. He's right here at the top of the screen again. Um, looks like we might have a six there. People said Salah ran too much. Uh, he ran plenty of six last year too, and and for, he he ran a good amount of different coverages. I don't I don't know. I think they were all a little bit too vanilla. But um, looking like we have a situation where it's a six. You know, half match vertical of two, match vertical of one. Um, and Hall is matching. You know, the vertical of one initially. 
the thing I don't love is one, he's he's inside leverage with his hips outside. It's it's just or hips his hips turn inside. It's very hard to see the receiver what the receiver is doing. I like it a little bit more outside leverage. Nonetheless, don't love the leverage. Um, again, I don't know if he's peeking inside. I don't know exactly. If he's peeking inside. He can't see what his defense, what his offensive threat is doing. Um, the quarterback goes to throw the ball. He realizes the quarterback is going to throw to his threat, um, which he I I don't think he sees now. If you want to give him benefit of the doubt, maybe we could say he has peripheral vision. Nonetheless, even if you have peripheral vision, okay, why are you not breaking on it? It's not good overall technique from, from Hall. Um, sits it down short. Hall is very late to realize or, or to break on it. You know, you think, okay, his eyes are inside. His eyes are somewhere. In, they're somewhere else. Maybe maybe on number two. I don't know what it is, but very, very late to react to the throw. Oh, shit. Re- reacts to the throw and then gets and then and then misses a tackle. You know, good job by by. uh my quarter kind of, he, he you know, he hits, he, he's down right there. His knee is down. Um, good job on my car kind of rallying and make the tackle. Uh, but Hall, obviously not a good job. And he just, in terms of the tackle, listen, if the guy, if, if you are, if you're two or three yards away and the guy's in the air catching the ball right here, you should make this tackle. He's just not the best athlete. He takes it a little bit too wide. I saw the other angle. Don't know why I didn't record it. He said a little bit too wide. Again, there's not a lot of room right here. Let the sideline be your friend. If anything, heads up. Um, now, if he was on the 40, if he's on the numbers, okay, outside to inside. Here, you have a little more flexibility to play. Just heads up. Takes it too far outside. Beat. Now, the other thing I like about this is, okay, you know, nobody knew if he was tackled here. Obviously, you want to see Carter bring him down a little bit more cleanly. Um, but then I like the effort, the secondary effort from uh, Quincy, which we'll, I'm going to highlight too. So... Let's watch Quincy at the beginning of the play. Just watch him just in terms of effort. He's right here. We we like effort. Salah likes effort. They all like effort. You know, little things. He jogs there. Fast jog, but still, it's a good play. Um, okay. Moving on from that. Uh, do I, oh, I, I do have other stuff. I have two more plays of him. Hall beat touchdown. This this one doesn't come with terrible technique. It's just at a certain point, sometimes you're just gonna get out out athleted. That word? I don't know. Um, oh, actually, you know what I did not do? Please, God. Okay, I see the mic moving. Thank God. I didn't check. <laughs> okay, mono snap. Let's share. Um, Hall B touchdown. He's right here. Again, I don't think this is the worst technique in the world. It's really not. Um, he's just not the best athlete. Like he's not the most explosive out of breaks, or he doesn't have the best uh, change direction, fluid hips. Um, he's in man coverage right here against uh, uh, I don't know if that's seventeen. Let's just call it seventeen. And he does a you know listen, he does a good job. He's 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 shoulders over over toes right here. He's square. Um, he looks to be on balance. The 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 um the uh the receiver stems outside. He angles his hips off a little bit outside. Again, I'm not mad at it. Um, the thing is, here I want to see him be a little bit less flat footed and start to match. So I like it. I like the rep. Let's just let's go like almost like frame by frame. Here it's good. Here it's good. Here it's good. Now once now once he starts to go outside, once you see this, he needs to get a little bit more activity with his feet. We see him be a little bit more flat footed. He's a little bit late to react to that. And then he tries to match, and this guy is just going to push vertical and pass him because, again, Hall is not the most dynamic or, or, or good athlete out of – or just in general. Out of breaks, he's not going to be able to like match this. Now, you put a better athlete here, 
he's actually shut down. But Hall has, you know, obviously we have he has to to work against his lack of athleticism sometimes. You know, he's not in the worst spot in the world. It's not like he got toasted. He's just not a great athlete. And he got a little bit flat-footed right here. Get a shuffle in there. You know, just a little bit too he- too much hesitancy. The worst play ever? No, but you just got roasted by Pitts. You just got beat for a touchdown. Not the best showing. You know, you have you have those uh those coaches out there. They have a tough decision between him and him and and, and Sauce starting, right? Like I, I really don't know who they're gonna who they're gonna start. Um Paul beat Ferd to be some asshole. Oh dude, dude thinks that Paul is gonna play over Sauce. Uh Hall beat first. Okay. He's right here, top of the screen, I believe. Yeah, that's him. You know, listen again. Is this is this the worst play in the world by Hall? It's it's really not. Um, I don't know why I showed that. Not, I, I don't know. The rush. Who is that? At oh, that's Zuniga. I want to see Zuniga take on that block with a little bit more uh, physicality. Nonetheless, I'm not sure even why I showed. Oh, I guess I showed that. The, oh, okay, so we have some ball skills there. Um, top of the screen again. It's not. It's really not the worst place. Just not the best athlete. This is why I said to, when people were talking about like him being a starter. I said at best. Pretty sure I said this. Maybe somebody can confirm. I said at best, it seems like an okay number two starter, like a solid number two starter, just because of his athleticism. He doesn't have the best athleticism. So I don't think he'd ever be a slam dunk number two. Like I think, let's say everything works out with, you know, with DJ Reed in the future or whatever. I think DJ Reed could be a slam dunk number two. I don't think Brees could be, is, is a slam dunk number two type of guy. I think you can get by with him, but because here again, technique, you know, he's shoulders over his toes. He gets a shuffle and I'm cool with that. Um, you know, he doesn't, he, he angles off a little bit, nothing too bad. The one thing we could say is maybe he hops a little bit. Like, you know, you see how his helmet comes up and he gets any, any, any gets any, any raises less well, conducive to a quick break inside. So, okay. We can criticize maybe a little bit of helmet raise. Um, but he gets a shuffle and angles off, gets his hand on to slingshot himself back onto the route. Not bad right there. Matches is in the hip. Like this is not that bad of a play by hole, you know, again, criti- being overly critical matches the break the thing is you want to see him find the ball again you know he doesn't not able to find the ball now people be like oh well you need to pick this off you know like, okay that's that's a little bit crazy obviously um with that being said going to play this ball you want to see me to f- either be able to find the ball and hit the ball or that's really all it is let's let's say does he go straight straight through the hand eh, he didn't go through the hands he's kind of turning away though again this is not the worst playing the ball either this is this is this is more of a a good play by Hall that you get beat on. He gets his hand in there. Now again, you want to see it through his hands, but because his hands are turned right here, his hands have to be straight and like over. It's just a weird spot to be in. Um, so it's really not the worst tackle. Okay, it's for a first down. That's just exemplified, you know, because oh he got beat so much. That's a terrible play. It's it's actually not. It's actually a pretty good play. Um, Let's go good from the offense and good from the defense because again they won. So let's get, let's run through those again relatively quick on this one. That's cool, you know. Um, good from the offense. Uh, Zonovan Knight. I didn't write down every stats. He had like three three rushes for like nine yards. It's not like he was blowing the doors off. But at the end of the day, like two, the, the same thing with like Brees Hall. Like Brees Hall is like not producing a lot. But when you're running behind Chuma Doga, Max Mitchell, Ross Piercebacher, you're you're not going to get the most yards. Brees Hall had like four carries for three yards, whatever it was. Um, but he did have two good reps in pass production, uh, which well, I'm not going to highlight it. I think Nani put it up on his Twitter. One of them, if you want to go look at that, um, it's a good job filling. But 
with Zahneman Knight again, not much rushing yards, but he did have a 38 yard, yard return, which was nice. The runs were more eh, you know, I didn't really see much from, from him running the ball this game, but again, overall he had a big return, which I think is another dimension to his game. Um, that sometimes in, in games, you're not necessarily going to want to use Barrios. Now I think Barrios, okay. You know, let's, it's a tie game. It's close. Okay. Use Barrios. Now let's say either, either the positive aspect, the jets are, are winning the game by two, three touchdowns. You put in Zonovan Knight. They're losing the game by two, three touchdowns. Maybe put in Zonovan Knight, you know? So it's good to have backups or Barrios gets injured, but like, who was that next returner? Kevin Coleman, Zonovan Knight, you know, so kick return easy here. Um, it's not, you know, I'm not a kick return expert on breaking it down. Um, people block people, they run through lanes, uh, but good juke right here. Again, just seeing the, just seeing the angle of, of that defender put on the brakes a little bit, continuing vertical a little bit outside. So good, good job breaking that down again. Just good job. Noticing, noticing um, where the lanes are notices the, the inside lane, note 55, uh, and a couple of other guys are coming high. Undercut those guys. Keep pushing vertical. Spin the kicker. Little stiff arm spin. Drive the feet. Drive the feet. Drive the feet for an extra ten yards. Cool play. You know, let's watch it again. Just is what it is. It's it, it's a it's a highlight type play. So put it in here. Angles juke. Angles high underneath. Spin stiff arm. Turn those feet ball security does he let me see if his two hands are on the ball too when he comes in there's some traffic yep spin two hands of the ball good job okay um past that 23 28 nights night bounce eh okay yeah there's some situations where guys are bouncing a little bit when i see them take some yards but at the end of the day you know it's preseason they could b- both be trying something out uh and or trying to make a play you know because it's preseason Zonovan Knight is trying to make the roster. Maybe he thinks, okay, four-yard run inside, um, not as impactful for my chances to make the roster as a, you know, me bouncing it and taking it 50 yards. But at the same, at the same time, personally for me, uh, evaluation, I like the good process over just trying to reach for a result, you know. So the good process is taking a couple of yards. Uh, Zonovan Knight, bounce, eh. Again, you want, I, I want to see a little bit better better vision here just in terms of like knowing knowing how um, – Knowing how the penetration and and sixty three, which I'm not sure, again I'm not sure what his name is, um, but sixty three getting pushed back in here is really going to make you and and the puller, uh, get really flat right here, and it's just going to throw up. It's going to throw up or throw off, not up. It's not going to throw up. It's going to throw off the the timing of the of the play. So at this point, just vision. Again, you are supposed to follow that puller, delay it a little bit, follow the puller, explode through 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 this gap, um, or or, suppo- or supposed to be this gap. But again, just reading the play, seeing this penetration, it's gonna be really hard for him to bounce outside of this, just based on the vertical relationship, how far he has to get over to this gap to then cut through it. It's gonna close. So at this point, you want to see him put his head down, take this. Let's just call it a B gap. Let's take the B gap. Put your head down. And, and try to get a, f- a few more yards, you know, and, and I think there are people who are unfair to running backs who, who will take a picture of, okay, it's open. You know, like that's not fair because he he's following the guy. This is his track. I'm okay with it now, but 163 starts to get pushed back a little bit and not create that separation. And there's that collision right there. You got to put your foot in the ground. You got to just push forward for a couple of extra yards because now you bounce it again, holes closed, just like we thought it would be. That's not, that's not money running quarterback. And that's just how it works. If there's gonna be some penetration on a power like that, bounces it takes a loss of three yards again this uh when when i think 
this was the first down marker. So again, would you have gotten the first down here? Maybe, maybe not. Um, but it's a much better decision to take this again than what he did. So we don't love the vision right there from 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 Kate, uh, from Knight, who Kyle already backtracked and said, "Oh, he looks better. He looks more athletic than he, than he did in college." Okay, you know you're gonna be wrong on Zion Knight. You're wrong on uh, Pinheiro versus uh, Zerline, and he, he guaranteed it too. He said, I "Guarantee that uh, Pinheiro's gonna be the kicker." I think he owes me twenty bucks too. That's what he said. Um, Knight cutback. Okay. See, okay, better run here. We we like this run. So one positive, one negative, right? That's that's cool. So we have we have um, we have mid zone. So he's gonna be reading a combo of one two two one again, depending on how exactly how they do it. Probably gonna be the edge. I, I, I typically in mid zone you see the edge, but again, there's always little wrinkles. It could be based on formation, it could be based on opponent, it could be based on how they think they over pursue, it could be a lot of different things, whatever. Um, but right here, pushes towards again, he's his track to his normal gap, outside leverage, but okay, kind of similar to the last play, obviously different run though. Penetration, he's getting pushed back. It'd be very, very hard for him to to outrace him to the sideline, right? That'd be a stupid decision. So he has to cut that back, which is the benefit of zone. Maybe we'd like to see him notice this a little bit earlier and shorten his stride pre-taking the ball. Again, these are little tiny running back things that do matter. Uh, there are guys who are, I always bring up Chubb in terms of that. He's elite in terms of that. Shorten his stride before the, this, the snap cutting because there's a little bit of wasted movement right there. You know, again, pretty long striding nonetheless. Gets back inside, pushes vertical. Now he's in a one-on-one -on -one situation. Again, you have, you know, Heavy inside versus outside leverage. You're going to cut this inside. One-on-one -on -one with 55. And uh, does a good job cutting where he's cutting where he's not and cutting to the open field. Again, high knees, light leg, light near leg. Pull yourself through. Good job. It's a good run. So one negative, one positive, right? Cool. Um, Brees Hall again. He had some nice uh, pass pro reps. I didn't put him in here. Uh, check out Nani's Twitter. He put at least one up, maybe two, maybe I don't, I don't know. Uh, P Ryan, two rushes, ten yards, uh, one touchdown. I have one play of P Ryan, which is his touchdown, I believe. Should be. Let's see here. Um. Okay. Obviously going heavy right here two tight ends and Mimsy who Mims is like the seven. I we'll talk about Mims. P run touchdown. Uh, they're running duo. And uh, it's, it, this is pretty, this is pretty simple. There's some, there's some, uh, there's, they, they pinch down pretty, pretty hard on it. And the, and the, the edge defender doesn't do the best job of, of setting the edge. Um, even though record does his job, it's not like, a Rucker terrible block. No, he's blocking for where he thinks the run's going, which uh, this run is supposed to go direct, you know, up the middle. Um, P Ryan takes the snap, obviously sees 55 uh, filling and not sure if 63 is going to come off of his combo. Um, we want to see him come off the combo definitely earlier there. Um, but nonetheless, P Ryan sees a, the gaps are all filled up inside, right? Cut it outside and kind of go for the home run shot, which is okay. 
You know, there again, there are situations where depending on down a distance, whatever it may be, um, where you want to take the inside and maybe here, if it was the first down marker was the five. Okay. Just, just put your head down and get to the five. Right. But um, in the situation, he wasn't pressed to get a first down uh, race to the sideline. And we're going to see him do a good job of, it looks like he turns on the, the jets a little bit um, at the end, like, right. Again, noticing angles. He's going a little bit more hard a little bit more hard of an angle at him. And then once he comes into that kind window, he turns on the jets like right here and gets flat again, just screwing up angles. You know, if he thinks, okay, there's, there's, I have to explode three yards to get him, but he flattens out. Now it's four yards. I can just disrupt the timing enough for you to get around him. Right. So good job by P Ryan, um, changing his angle, turning on the afterburners a little bit, getting in good job by P Ryan. I could, you know, I think I, if the jets were to carry a, if it's if it's on a night or P Ryan at four, I'm not gonna lose my shit. But I, I rather have P Ryan over Ty Johnson. You know, um, I I didn't hate P Ryan's film at, at at Florida. He just came into the NFL and his vision was shit. So maybe now that he's in a different system, or a little bit different system, and just year, more years of experience, maybe he's gonna be you know better. But I, I think it is on a night at running back four, a P Ryan maybe a, a stash. But again, at the end of the day, if you can if they if they, if they can trade a six for Cashman, they can get. Uh, maybe a first for P Ryan. So, um, Cager, three receptions, 65 yards. He saw the one check down run for 20 yards. Uh, I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer. It's just he he's running wide open. I don't, is he going to make the team as a fourth tight end when he doesn't block really? To me, again, it's Wesco, um, who didn't have a good game, or it's a Bauden who makes the team. I, I don't see it being Cager Yaboa. I could be wrong, you know, definitely. You know, maybe they want that mismatch when him at tight end sometimes because of his size. Okay, cool. Um, but right here, he come out, he he came out and confirmed it. But a lot of offenses do this. They're gonna push vertical. Doesn't matter if it's the one or the two. But this, in this case, it's the one. You know, more more tight splits right here. He pushes vertical, um, and then he has a choice of you know set it down, break it outside, uh, break it break it inside. Um, because this is is acting as a rub. If if his if his assignment, if if the defender responsible for him, whether it be zone or man, typically you want to see this first man coverage again, and they tighten these splits. Why? So these guys are playing at different levels. If these guys are wide, they play. Um, they play, and if they do press, then um, it eliminates the effectiveness of the play. You want to do this when when they're at the different levels, basically. Um, push vertical. Read how he plays it. If he if he plays over the top to the outside, you cut inside. If he plays inside, you cut outside. You know, it's a choice route. So you have uh and trolls need to take an inside release here. If he takes this outside, it would be bad. Needs to take inside release to to press up to, towards this DB. Inside release, press it up towards that DB. He reads the DB. DB's flat footed and working a little bit to the outside. He does a good job reading it. Okay, cool. Reads it. Cuts inside as the, the nicest break in the world. No, it doesn't really need to be because he's open. Doesn't need to be square. Catch. Should this have been a touchdown with every, should this have been a touchdown with Yaboa, with West? Well, maybe not West because he's not fast, but with, with anybody else. Yeah. Is this a play so far outside the norm where Cager needs to make the roster? This is scheme. This is, this is 99% scheme. And okay. 1% of him reading leverage. Like, oh, great. I'm not trying to be down, Debbie Downer right here, but if he didn't cut outside, cut outside right here, it'd be probably the worst play I've ever seen, or one of them. I've seen some bad ones. Yeah, touchdown. You know, again, I'm not going to lose my shit over Cager stuff. Cool, good job, touchdown. Should he make the roster because of it? No. Moving on. I don't hate. I, I, oh, I hate Cager. It's just I'm I'm realistic. So, um, actually, let me pause for a second.
All right. Then continuing on. Um, the rest of the good from the offense, we got one more player and then miscellaneous play. Um, Tyreek Black, I think he did pretty good this game. Uh, four rece- and he's been impressing me for for sure. Um, I'm almost willing to there. I for me, the Jets roster is going to be just based on how it's laid out. I think there's gonna be five receivers. I, I don't see I, to be honest, I don't see a fifth receiver necessarily, Jeff, whether it be Jeff Smith or or Black or Mims, who's worth keeping over some of the 11 defensive linemen. I, I just don't. So I think they carry five. And I see it as a three-way battle, maybe a four-way battle between Jeff Smith, Calvin Jackson, Tyreek Black, and Mims. Um, and, and Black and Jackson have been impressing me probably more. Actually, I think I could say, and I haven't really keyed on each guy individually, but I could say that Black and Jackson have been better than Smith and Mims. Um, if you know, I think you have a different opinion either way. You're not really reaching here. No, no guys in crazy good, but um, Black is worth highlighting in this game. So play number four, I think I think I have three or four plays of him, which is, you know, good for him, right? Or no, that's that. Well, that's oh, three plays of him. Sorry. 20, 27. Okay, let's see. 20 Jackson route. On. I, I said Tyreek Black. This is Jackson. Okay, so we're doing both at the same time. Tyreek Black and Jackson. Uh, I don't even know where he is on this play. Um, actually, it's kind of both well, both guys. Vertical, breakout sides, you know, chop. Actually, Black does a good job there too. So we have we have we have Black who stems inside last second, takes the outside, punches through arm over. He wins vertically, and then you have the outs, and then you have the outs. So we have this this hawk concept, you know, outside to inside. Um, and what that's doing is, you know, hope, hopefully uh, pre-snap um, he's inside leverage, and then he clears him out outside, you know, outside. So one to two. Maybe because of some pressure, he kind of rushed it a little bit and he saw inside leverage break outside him playing over the top. So he can't guarantee he wins. So he goes to his two read and um, and Jackson wins on the out. But obviously the ball is a little bit low and he doesn't he doesn't crush or he doesn't destroy the, the, the DB in terms of the winning the route. But pushes vertical. Skip step, skip a little bit, press inside, outside, punch over again. Just to chop those hands down and keep yourself clear as you're as you're getting as you're working vertical. Push back inside to stack them. So it's a good job not not getting bowed out. Again, and 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 you see right here. Outside to get vertical, then fight to get back to get back on top of him, or at least lean into him. Why? Um, so he can't crowd the wrap break. You're gonna, you're gonna push off of him as you as you break outside. Lean into him, break. Drive line a little bit rounded, but he's he's open enough. The ball is too far outside. Not 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 a crazy good route, but still, I think I think it's good enough. They're both open, relatively. Not relatively. They're 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 open a little bit, you know. And obviously, there's some pressure inside. Uh, anybody who we care about, let up that pressure. Uh it's a tough spot with 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 them with them mugging like that. Um. Yeah, it, it's 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 definitely a tough spot. The only thing we could say is here, we'd like to see Feeney be a little bit more forceful or, or get a little bit more hand placement to to not allow that penetration um, into the backfield. And then Ty Johnson, a little bit maybe too much overcommitment to the to the to the penetrator right there to the picker, but tough spot. Uh, 
black 27 31 okay black route maybe this will actually be black now okay black route um he is bottom i believe no maybe not that's maybe no I, I would say he's inside right here that's a mims body type that's i'm pretty sure he's right here on the hash could be wrong okay yeah so i'm wrong he's top oh yeah i should know that because because um tyreek black's a little bit bigger right tyreek black's like six three or some shit so that's him um again nothing crazy right here he's just running a speed out and we're seeing that he's not the best mover like he's going full blast right there he's not really covering a lot of ground so he's not the best most dynamic athlete at least based on that right there him really churning and not covering too too much ground but he's running an out a, a, a speed out um versus defender with outside leverage so he has to get to his break point so he races to the outside the corner lets him have that outside leverage and he does a really good job of at the route break pairing the hand left hand push off now watch the extension i, I can't tell how extended it is it looks pretty extended but push off break drive is that that is perfect timing you pretty much want to be pushing off as you're as you're on that break not and not b not b-r-a-k-e b-r-e-a-k so push break boom that's just creating again that's creating obviously the push of the db while also letting him get outside quicker so really good route catch that's a good job it's a, it's really good timing bang bang boom catch awesome easy quick good play though uh black right here again draw pi okay oh yeah bottom of the screen right here this is the vertical route where he get i think he got he got hurt i'm not sure if he came back or not though i forget so he runs us just a stutter go. Um, now, is it, is it sell the or is it sold the best ever? No, you know, a little bit of like a shuffle release ish. Gather. I don't always love gather steps. Yeah, like a, like a shuffle. Shuffles to get outside leverage for vertical route. Gets that outside leverage that he wants. Um, now, does he sell us the best? You know, no. Puts on the brakes, you know, you'll see some guys who really like turn and get into it, but he does it enough to fake out the DB, you know, again, a, a backup DB, but again, is what it is. Beats him well enough. Now there is some help. Obviously it's, it's cover one. So the, uh, the, the free safety makes his way to that because we have Strebler who's looking that way the entire time. So naturally that, that, that safety is going to slide over to that side. Obviously the ball, um, because of some pressure is is high. Uh, hold on a second. Gotta let the dog out. Um, but the throw is high because Strebler is leaning out of it because there there is some pressure right there. So Black has to wait for the ball instead of it being leading. Which if it was were to be on time and leading him, it's a touchdown. Uh, assuming he can outrace this guy. Um, so it's a good route. Create separation. Going to attack the ball and obviously there's a clear pi right. Very clear pi. Good job getting the ball to like what the seven yard line. Um, he's unfortunately injured, but a good play by him. A miscellaneous play from the offense. That's good. I guess that falls. Okay, so Tevin Coleman bouncing a run. All right. Doga beat. Hopefully he's not on the roster. Oh, actually, I, I would take him over McDermott. Right. Yeah, I would take him over McDermott, but at the same time, if they bring in somebody else, both guys should be off the team. That's that's my opinion, but. Bouncing this run. So we're going mid-zone weak. Adoga just crossing his feet. Big steps. Look, one, 
He's high. Two, look how large the steps he's taking at a really flat angle. Again, get more vertical. And if he goes outside, take him outside and, and really define that that read for Coleman, especially. And this is this is the thing too, like especially with their alignment. With this being so tight, you know they're going to combo and most likely get inside leverage on him. So if he wants to go outside, this is going to be a perfect gap to hit. It's a, there's a bubble here because of how hard he pressed down. So just a, a bunch of a bunch of that's a bad play by Adoga. It really is. So hopefully he's on the team, so we don't, really don't care. He reads that. Now, unfortunately, the inside is is collapsing, um, and he sees okay, Adoga, outside leverage versus inside, but he's he's penetrating hard, so he has to take it more flat, bounce it, bounce it, stiff arm again, change it angle, flatten it out to to uh, so we did, you know the, he he can almost like undercut the penetration kind of i don't know the correct terminology for that turns it upfield um good job it's a good, it's a good bounce by him you, you can see him like really gear up into that bounce like he's he sees it's coming sure and just stride boom nice little short strike he usually doesn't do that he usually over striding and runs right into it so that's a good job by him to me like people say okay you know knight or knight should be running back three uh to me that, that's a mistake uh kevin coleman's running back three he's 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 at least a raw super player where, yeah, Knight has made some plays and P. Ryan's made some plays. Those guys aren't better running backs right now than Tevin Coleman. If you bring Tevin Coleman on, you bring one of those guys at fourth. Especially for a team who's going to be a little bit run heavy, I think they should carry four um, running backs. But um, with that being said, moving on, trying to put my phone in. Um, good from the defense. Bradley and I, I got two plays from him. Um, Let's see a nigh pressure. Oh, this is this should really be a sauce play, I guess. But let's watch a nigh right here who's 50. I think he's 50, right? Taking Lubu's old number. Right? Was that Lubu? Am I crazy? I think Lubu was 50. But so, the, the thing we'll highlight first is sauce. Just watch sauce on the bottom right here. This is even better than the other play, and it's very, very similar. Uh, it just in terms of again them them running you know smash concepts and and all in whatever it, it's it's very similar in terms of the smash concept or at least the high low that he that he's reading but play action what happens in another scenario where you have the inside safety who let's it's just going to be this looks like a four it looks like cover four. So he's supposed to, well, it depends on the rules because he's the outermost guy. So Sauce is really supposed to, to to match him, but this guy's breaking outside too. So he's getting overloaded. And the problem with, again, the alignment and the play action is it keeps that curl the flat inside. So he's not able to match it. So Sauce is in a shitty situation where, again, you have a corner out versus inside leverage. Not good. You have a uh, an out route that is uh that has good leverage on the curl to flat because of the play action because of the alignment so sauce is in a shitty situation so sauce backpedals reading the play notices that is going to hold outside leverage on him enough or for enough time for pinnock to make his way to the outside get a hand on him speed turn immediately back to the 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 uh the out route because he knows exactly what they're trying to do so he's in a play, doing a good job playing high to low. Again, noticing leverage. Speed turn, make his way down. Now, obviously, it's you know, it's not, it's not a, 
the ball's not completed, but this is a, again, it's, it's really little, but it's very, very big at the same time. A lot of guys right here. Oh shit. This guy is breaking out, you know, or sorry, the, the underneath guy is breaking out. I'm going to match that. And then he's out, he's out flanked and he runs a corner out behind him for, for a touchdown. Saul stays with it again, play high to low rally. It's a hell of a job. It's a really good job. Gets there. Nobody's noticed that. Oh, sauce isn't targeted because of whatever. No, he, he's, he's, he's shutting down some plays. Early on in zone coverage, understanding like that is is very very nice. Now uh, for Anai, he's getting blocked by a tight end. Comes off the ball, nice tight hands, good leverage, extension, and a good job just kind of maintaining his backside gap responsibility and and, and reading, reading the play right. So step inside, hands, eyes into the backfield, and what does he see? He sees the quarterback not sell it very very well. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt and says that's what he's reading. Not sold quarterback rolling out and he's just going to chase him down. It's a, it's a good job. Again, there are plenty of guys right here who are going to see this action, sees back, see the running back and flatten this out. And then he's going to outflank them to the outside. It's a good job by an eye reading it and uh, taking a proper angle, which forces the, 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 um, the missed, the missed throw. So it's a good job. Um, play 34 of the review. A nice scoop and score, you know. Okay, um, let's watch. He's right here, fifty. Again, just a good, good, good job with his backside gap, gap responsibility. Right, comes off the ball. They're all going opposite. Okay, they're going opposite, but there's plenty of there's 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 obviously um, that sifter. So that could be that could be a slider out. You got to get over top of that slider out or out. You don't want to get outflanked by that slider out. And all. And with that being said, the quarterback's also rolling out that way. So there could be, obviously there could be something going this way too. He presses down, squeezes down, but realizes, okay, obviously the quarterback has the ball. They're rolling back out, changes direction, chases him down, dives, just taps the back foot right there, which throws him off enough. He fumbles the ball. Good job by an eye recognizing, okay, I'm in enough open field to grab it. You know, again, there are guys who will just fall in this ball. Now they're at the 30. Good job noticing the situation. Scoop and score. Hell of a job, right? It's a good, it's a good job. And right there, too, you see him, you see him try to try to go up for the for the deflection when he fakes it a little bit. Good athleticism. Nothing crazy. I don't think he makes a team, unfortunately, but it is what it is. Um Clemens made a few plays in this game. I didn't I didn't highlight him as much. Um the plays were pretty Let's be like I like his physicality. I, I like his strength. A lot of the plays were a little bit gimmies or a little bit of gimmies where at least two or three. I'm, a, I'm not sure how many tackles he had. Let's just say he had four. At least two or three of those plays were the offense. Like, let's okay. So you have the line of scrimmage right here. You have Clemens, let's say, as a as a backside right defensive end. They run opposite. He's on he's unblocked. He runs down the line of scrimmage. The running back forces the cut back. He makes a tackle. Like it wasn't anything crazy that he did. Um, good job making a tackle, but it, it wasn't like last game. Um, but still, good game. I would say it's more of a positive. Um, Jonathan Marshall. I have him in here. I have four plays of Jonathan Marshall, who I think had a good game. Um, maybe again a little bit more uh, of a positive broadcast than it was uh, film wise, but still, um, at least he is in the good. Which last game he was not. So. Um, key is right here as a two eye. Good job straining out the block. Um, with when you when you have uh sometimes when you have zone when you're when you're not in the most ideal position, especially when you're when you're on like 
the middle of the line or, or backside. You're gonna have to string it out a little bit. We're not gonna want to penetrate. Um, right here comes off the ball. Notices when he's when he's coming off the ball that the center is making his way to him. Reduces a little bit. Yeah, he kind of turns his shoulder, I guess. Gets his hand onto the weak on, onto onto that the the uh, or, or attacks the outside half. Again, you don't want to attack him straight up out that outside half. The offensive lineman is able to get some positional leverage on him, which is unfortunate for Marshall. He doesn't want that to happen. Um, but unfortunately, or, or just in terms of the play, him coming up the field and that that guy working laterally, he has the advantage of knowing where the run's going. So again, not not ideal. I'm not sure if I'm gonna explain that the best, but it is what it is. Uh so he gets reached. But the thing with it is, okay, if you're getting reached, he's obviously not in the most ideal position in terms of being, you know, at uh at like a, a standstill. He's he's not creating any 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 movement right here because he's trying to get flat. So uh Marshall has some I'm not I'm I'm not this is not the play. I, I don't know what I'm what I'm doing here. Because he's trying to get flat and reach him and he's trying to cross his feet, he's not gonna be able to to, to stand him up. So he's going to try to get in front and then stand him up. Marshall is going to initially get contacted, get reached, and then just drive his feet. Why? To to kind of cloud the running back's read. So he's going to string it out, string it out, string it out, string it out, and, and eventually bring up the tackle. Or, or, or again, just work, 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 work. You know, he's finding, he sees the running back where the running back is going. Again, getting flat, 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 clearly outside arm, or, or both of the arms get the tackle. Nothing crazy, you know, but it's it's a good job running the feet and trying to um trying to find the running back, which he did, which he does. You know, it's 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 a decent job. Nothing crazy again, but uh 25, 26, 33. Okay. Marshall sack. All right. Uh right here. Three tech. Loose, a little bit loose three. Um, you know, again, broadcast it, it's 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 great. And honestly, like he looks maybe he gained a little bit of weight and he's not as explosive. I'm not sure what his weight is, but it's not look as explosive as it, it, it does in college or did in college. But uh um nonetheless. Offensive line, all zone steps to their left or all steps to their left. Defensive line all reacts for the most part, steps to their right. Um the Falcons have some type of miscommunication where he thinks the right tackle is picking him up. Uh, the right tackle thinks the left, the, the right guard is picking him up. Marshall notices the, the, the wide open gap right here with nobody really protecting him or, or getting to it. Club arm over. He's late. He thought he was taking him. Marshall takes advantage. Quarterback's back to him. Work his way to the quarterback at the sack. But again, he doesn't look as explosive, right? He looks pretty slow right there, to be honest. Maybe he's gassed. I'm not sure, but that, that, was, that was pretty slow. Um, this play too. Okay, cool. It's a good play. Uh, four eye right here. You know, again, so he comes off the ball. Um, they, 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 you know, both the right guard and the center pick him up, but it's a screen play. Uh, it's a screen play, so they obviously peel off to 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 go make a block. So he gets. Obviously, now he's uncovered. Now he's unblocked. Uh, the quarterback, because of Zuniga's pressure, is forced to throw it high. And the running back is forced to catch it, as he does. Turns off the field. Marshall's right there. Like, it's not, it's like, a, it's, it's a good play. It's nothing crazy, though. Like, he gets unblocked. He sees the quarterback doing this. 
okay, where is the ball going? Follow it in the air, in the air, in the air. Marshall's like f- almost full speed, lowers his helmet, big hit. It's it's a good play. Um, I don't think it's necessarily as flashy and sexy as it looked on broadcast, but it's it's still a a very plus play, right? Good job. I'm not trying to downplay it, but it just is what it is. Um, Parks, I think had a had a positive game, but I'm still not blown away. Um, the the hit that he had right here, it, you know, good hit. Um, he's right here. Big hit but again. Is he doing anything outside of the norm right here? What this looked like was it was going to be a cover three, and he he was like locked here at least playing aggressively. Um, so so Philly will will Parks. He's in the he's in the curl the flat right here. So he's already exiting toward this way in his exit angle, and again in the curl the flat. So with this pushing vertical, this is pretty much his his only threat at this point. So he's gonna be reading that with the backfield, or in combination with the backfield. He sees Ritter, or is yeah that's still Ritter. He sees Ritter throwing the ball. He triggers down on it. Outside of the norm, no, this is kind of expected. Uh, he also slips, but he, he is able to to explode, get there, um, breaks down a little bit at the end, crosses his helmet, scoop. It's a good tackle. It's it's a very good tackle. Again, in terms of breaking down a little bit, uh, maybe a little bit of waistband, maybe lives, you know. But I'm not going to get too too crazy. Crosses the helmet. You're going to see him grab like the thigh area, knee area, and scoop him. So. Noticing a screen and a curl the flat to your side is not again. It's nothing, nothing too crazy, but it's a good job triggering getting downhill, making a making a good form tackle. You know, so we'll take it. Um, I put Delshawn Phillips in here just based on the fact that I think he's he's making a little bit more plays than either a Marshall Harris or a Hamsa. So I I feel like he's probably the favorite for linebacker five, even though I prefer to be Hamsa, but he hasn't set out in really any way. Other than that. Wild Goose made a play or two where I wanted to highlight him. Um, and again, I didn't watch him at each individual 30, 40 reps for every play, but watching in general, he seemed to be doing decent. Sherwood, I put him in the good from the defense. Again, I think he's more executing base base plays that are expected. So he's not bad. He's just doing what's, what's, what's the norm. Um, but still, overall, there are times where I'm seeing him over pursue gaps, get a little bit lost in traffic, play one side of a run instead of being able to play, you know, let's say inside and outside. He he over pursues a little bit to the outside, puts himself in, in a bad position, uh, just in terms of the blockers, not able to cut not able to play the, the backside gap if it were to be cut into. There's some things I'm not necessarily loving from Sherwood, but overall I would say it was a a decent game from him. Now listen, the play on the goal line where he's in a hook to curl. He's literally going to hook the curl, or not a hook the curl. He's just going to hook zone, drop him back in a hook, drop him back in a hook, drop him back in a hook. And there is a defense, there's a there's a, a running back who comes down for a check down. He sees a check down, he breaks towards it, he makes a tackle. It was expected. If he didn't do that, it would be a bad play. So that's why it's not highlighted here. Um, so he's right here in a in a hook and he makes a pass deflection. Again, you know, I don't want to be unfair to the guy, so I put it in here. Now, play action, he gets sucked up a little bit, which is going to happen. Play action. Okay. Quarterback doesn't have the or quarterback still has the ball. Depth, depth, depth. Follow the eyes. Get into the hallway. Make the deflection. Like you want to follow that quarterback shoulder. Where's the quarterback shoulder? Where's his back foot throwing? Get into the hallway. Uh, the quarterback's hallway would, you know, yeah, which is basically his throwing lane. Get into the throwing lane. Um by following the eyes. 
some of his length gets the pass deflection. Okay, cool. You know, again, play action, reading it, reading it, reading it. Get back into the hook zone. Again, more of a spot drop than it covering anybody. Sees him throwing the ball where he does. Just makes a play on it. It's a good job. It's a good pass deflection. Okay, we'll take it. Other than that, and nothing stood out for me to be like, oh, this is how we're highlighting. So I maybe being a little bit too negative on Sherwood. I just think people think he's playing better than he really is. Uh miscellaneous. I have three from the uh three good from the offense. Again, Tanzel Smart didn't really make any plays, so I'm not gonna put him as a positive here, but he did have a run stuff right here. 79, uh, 4i. Now, this is a good, this is obviously a good play from him too, but he didn't stand out as much as he did last game. So uh they go to combo. Smart, a little bit of lay off the ball, but sees the combo coming. What does he want to do? He wants to turn away from one of the blockers. And since he's stepping inside, he's gonna turn away from the outside threat. So he's gonna contact the guard. Again, kind of sink down, go off the insteps, go off the insteps of the away foot from where you're where you're uh where you're getting secondarily contacted or is that is it the way I'm looking to explain that? Yeah, I guess so. Um, you want to contact the first guy, turn away, and again, the guy you're turning away from is the opposite instep you want to work from. So if he was going to work towards this guy, this foot would be back and working off the instep of that foot. So good job turning away, reducing. He's 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 quite low right here, working off the insteps. That's a good job. It's a good job taking on a combo right there. Combo sink, hold your ground. Again, and sometimes if you just hold your ground enough on a combo block, that's that's good enough on a play, right? Um, but past that, okay. Now he's going to climb to the second level. Smart is going to get his eyes up. Again, good job turning away. Him turning away doesn't allow this this left tackle to get into his contact, into the surface area he wants to, which is, you know, basically the torso. So he pushes past that. He has to come off on a combo. And because of because of that turn allowed him to be here again drive those feet strength drive the feet drive the feet drive the feet find them tackle good job good job by uh whoever that is too uh 39 35 I don't know what that is but good job by smart on the stuff um the next play, miscellaneous. I don't think I really have any plays after this, to be honest. Uh, these guys right here, they, they play you know, a switch, a banjo, whatever you want to call it. But typically when you have guys on the same level into man coverage, look, if they are to um, run a uh, like a switch release or they just cross really quickly, they're going to, you know, teams have that 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 call where they're going to to, to switch off, especially if they're on the same level. So we're on the same level, you're not really going to see it as much. Um, but which, to be honest, I'm not sure if they even called it. Which I, I don't want to get too too far into it. But based on how Dunn is playing this, it looks like he's really trying to get, um, trying to match that and get over top of this to match. So I'm not sure if they do this or if Gidry just naturally feels out what's happening right here. But they're trying to run just a just a pick right here where you could tell this guy's literally sprinting up to him. And blocking so this so this got this got penalized um but it looks like to me dunn is still trying to get over the top so i don't know if there's actually a a banjo here um called or a switch so it might just be an adjustment from from gidry 
regardless of what happens. Obviously, if it wasn't a natural call and he just and he just felt it out and did it better than a, an actual banjo call because the banjo call, okay, he just read it properly. Nonetheless, passes it off again, or maybe just sees it and shoots his shot, sees it coming, jumps in front of it, and uh, and makes a play for the ball not to be completed. So it's a really good job by by uh, by Gidra right there. You know, just passing it off. Again, it's a penalty anyway, but I, I like that. Uh, just a quick highlight of that. Um, 35, and after that, I don't really think I have any more plays. Just kind of some discussion points, and that's about it. It's a good, good more condensed show, which I think is still going to be like almost an hour and a half, two hours. Uh, back-to-back DB fill, Wild Goose and Adams. Okay, so Wild Goose is going to fill right here. Very right side of most of your screen, so I'm assuming it's just a blitz, and somebody's going to fill to the outside of him, but um, he blitzes right here. Again. Press up the field, see the running back's track, adjust to it, outside versus inside. 43 tries to cut hard inside. Adams reacts, dives, just takes up the leg enough to make the tackle. Good job. Good, good job filling right there. Good job making the tackle on, on a cutback. Awesome. Next play. Uh, we have Adams, who is right here. Yeah, Adams right here, 22. Again, easy. Oops, sorry. It's easy, but... Um, they run a trap or they, well, they, they wham Shepard, who is late to recognize it. Of course, Shepard, he just, he needs to go. The guy, the guy just not good. He doesn't make plays versus backups. I, I just don't understand. He, he's, he's playing versus literally all a bunch of backups. And he looks like he's supposed to be a backup with them, which he is, but these guys are not gonna make the roster. Shepard's just garbage. I, I don't like him. Every once in a while, like two, three, four, five plays this season, he'll make a splash run. That's about it. But they wham him. He doesn't recognize it. Adams reads the run, reads it, reads it, see the gap, fills the gap. Now, the only thing with this is, would you like to see him cross the face a little bit better and and not not lunge from such with such distance? He's not really he's not really driving his feet right there, so there's not a lot of power into it. You want to see him cross the helmet. So I want to see a better tackle attempt, but he fills enough and pops up that leg where he obviously sends him helicoptering into the air, but could clean up a little bit. Uh, bad from the offense. Wesco had a hold of a false start, not performing overly well. He did come out, I think, relatively early. So maybe that says that they're going to keep him instead of kind of maybe repping him to see if they want to carry Baldwin over him. So it, it, again, I think it's one of Wesco or Baldwin. I don't think it's both. Could be wrong. Uh, Feeney, not a good game. He had a hold um, because he didn't get enough depth. He was uncovered again. And when you're uncovered as a center, or really any offensive lineman, you want to gain some depth because if you're on the same level, you know, let's say, let's say. I don't know. Both tips of my fingers are, are guard and center. Um, if that penetrator is coming across the face and you don't recognize it as a center and you're at the same level, it doesn't. He, he's going to be working past your level as he comes into contact with you. Whereas if you're a little bit, if you know, let's say this is this is the left guard and he's a little bit more depth. Now that's now when that penetrator crosses the face of the guard, he's going to be crossing in front of of Feeney. Kind of is that a good way of explaining? It? I don't know. You want you want to gain some depth so you can read the, those 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 picks and those penetrations. Um, and be in better spots to pick them up. He didn't do a good job of that. Uh, so he, he he was forced to hold. Mims bad from the offense. Listen, uh, he had a catch. He had a couple of catches. I think he had a three for 42, whatever it was. Um, three for 43, sorry. Um, mostly, they were very, very open base plays. Nothing, again, that was worth highlighting. Um, and past that, he had another penalty. You know, I, I forget if the special teams exactly what it was, but not great. Uh, the backup offensive lineman from, from Feeney, Adoga, Isaiah Williams, et cetera, were all pretty bad. Uh, Isaiah Williams is 
terrible. <laughs> um, I think he's actually just cut. Uh, Mitchell and and Herbig weren't bad. I think they were actually decent. So just to highlight, you know, those guys individually, the rest of them were bad. Yaboa didn't do much. This game also had a drop. Uh, bad from the defense. Oh, I have two plays here. Uh, JJ was quiet again. He's been pretty quiet this preseason. Smart failed to really follow up his last game. Shepard does nothing. Solomon Thomas is seeing some more reps than I necessarily thought he would with the backups, and he hasn't really done much of anything. So Solomon Thomas, not the greatest preseason. Zuniga was pretty absent. Uh, the D-line, no pass rush in general, which I highlighted already. Uh, Hall had a bad game. Hardy is seeing reps late, and he missed a tackle on a punt. So Listen, Hardy's brought in for like all the special teams prowls, and he's been missing tackles and penalties a lot more than I thought he was. I don't, I don't see a need to roster him now. If he was what he was, where I thought he was coming from the Saints, and based on his film, where he was coming from the Saints, keep him. But he hasn't been that guy this yet, so um, not a good game from him. Joiner, uh, one play from Joiner who came in for limited reps, but he had a busted coverage with that. Now it's always, it's not. There could, could be rules. I'm saying a like typical base, like cover three stuff. Um, he's going to go vertical. Brees Hall is going to match it. Anything to the flat, he's going to match the flat. Especially if this goes if, if this goes vertical, anything to the flat and vertical towards the sideline, you have to match it because you have to assume that Hall is matching vertical. So you are now that, that guy to match anything. You can't let him be overloaded, basically. So um, they run this, this just a post-wheel concept. Or, or sorry, a sit wheel doesn't really matter. Um, but with that being said, because this is vertical, Hall is going to match that. That, that. that is Hall's responsibility. So Hall is going to match that. Now he's matching curl to flat. This is attacking that curl to flat. This is vertical, so Hall doesn't exist. You're basically one-on-one with that. So unless there's some type of call where Hall is supposed to drop off of that, pass it off to the to the safety, and then match the the the, the flat. But that's that's not what you're gonna. That's typically not what you're gonna see because if you can't guarantee this is a post or an inside breaking route or anything like that. So he's gonna match it again, just base like match man cover three. Um, he matches, he matches, but Joiner doesn't widens, lets it lets it break. This is not on hold to me. This is on this is on Joiner, unless again unless. I'm not sure if Salah said it. Okay, his eyes were in the wrong spot. But his eyes were in the wrong spot. What do you want him speed turn and take this? It's typically you're going to see the, the, the curl to flat match it. So I'm not going to say guarantee 1,000%. That's what happened. I'm going to say I'm 99% sure that Jordan's supposed to match that. Doesn't. It's wide open. Uh, he makes the catch. And then you have it. Obviously, as he falls and Pinnock makes a tackle, kind of. Uh, Pinnock didn't really do much of anything either. Minus being like late to curl the flat. So not a good play. And bowling that's all. I think it's on Joiner. Unfortunate. Uh, one more play. And I think that's it for the game. Eccles beat. Eccles didn't really. He, he played this game. And I wasn't overly impressed by him. He's right here. Yeah. So. Um, so it looks like they're in a. Four. It looks like they're, they're they're in a four. At least on this side, they're they're, they're in a four. So they're going to match any anything um, anything vertical. And this is this is this is vertical. So he's going to match. This is vertical. So you want to see you want to see um, Eccles match. And obviously, if it's going to break quickly inside, if it's if it's vertical for for five yards, if it's vertical for five yards, and then uh, an in break, he's not going to match it. But if it's like vertical for 10, 12, you're you're going to match. So. We have the 
um, outside receiver here who takes it vertical for, you know, 10, 10, 12 yards. So Joyner or uh, Eccles at, at, at the point where he breaks right here, match it. You know, you have, you have this defender matching the, the new three or the sorry, the new one. This guy broke inside. This is your only threat right now. He took it past 10 yards, break down on it. Like that's, this is, this is now your route. He doesn't break down and he's reading the quarterback's eyes. He he continues to shuffle to the outside, allowing this guy to be wide open in front of him when he should have been matching right here. I don't know why he doesn't catch. Eccles should have been there. You know, now again, now if you're in a situation where, okay, this guy is outflanked and he don't, you know, he he's beat and you want to kind of split the difference and uh, to kind of contain the play. Okay, cool. But he's over top of him. Enough. So match this. Doesn't, Again, takes that takes that false up the opposite way, lets up a catch. Um, past that, uh, special teams. Greg Zerline, uh, one for one from forty four four yards. Uh, one for one extra point. Uh, Pinheiro was two for two extra point. And to be honest, with, with this, you had the first game which Pinheiro kicked the field goals, and then Zerline kicked the extra points. And then this game, you had. Greg, who kicked both an extra point and an end a field goal. And at that point, it's like, hmm, they didn't do that with Pinheiro, at least to my knowledge. Maybe they're going to keep Zerline. If he comes out next. <laughs> if he, <laughs> hold on. I'm going to pause it really quick. All right. We're going to finish it out with a lively puppy now. Got a, uh, got a delivery here. Um, Buffalo chicken wrap for, for people who, who are interested. That's what got delivered. I'm going to have to keep my dog from sniffing. Hey, down, buddy. Um, but we're going to wrap it up really quickly because we're at the end of the show. Anyway, uh, again, Pinero is cut. So it doesn't matter anymore. Greg Zerline is your New York jets, 2022 kicker, which I am not overly confident, in, but at least he has a little bit of a, little bit of a history, um, saying hello at the end. All right. Here's a little bit bigger of a puppy. He's, he's getting there. Um, man was five for five or sorry, uh, five punts, 243 yards, which is almost about 50 a pop. He had a long of 61. Um, past that, the coaching vanilla defense, listen, at, at, if it's like this during the season, we're gonna have a much bigger discussion. I'm not overreacting to the vanilla defense at this point. You want to see a little bit more change up a little bit more. Okay. Some more man, some more cover four, some more cover six, but there's a little bit of sprinkles in there. It's just, again, it's, it's, um, it's, uh, very, very bland at, at this point. So past that 11 penalties for 104 yards is never acceptable. We got to cut down on the penalties. Again, we'll see. Um, if it carried over to regular season at that point, we'll have a different conversation. With that all being said, uh, I think that is the end of the show. I appreciate everybody for um listening, watching, and I will be back by the time you watch this. Uh Friday stream with Kyle Smith pricking the 53 man roster. That's the next time I'll see you. Um, appreciate you and see you then. <laughs>